Okay, so the Kitzvah Shachanach begins in the same way the Shachanach does. Dini Hashkama Sabaike. So the first halacha is Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samet. Yehu Klaag Gola Batoyah B'Malos HaTzadikim HaShaharchem Lufnei Alekem. This is the Klaag Gola Batoyah. Interesting because Rabbi Kiva says Behaf Tanuch HaKamech is a Klaag Gola Batoyah. The Shachanach says Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samet. B'Malos HaTzadikim HaShaharchem Lufnei Alekem. A person doesn't conduct himself the same way that he would in the privacy of his own home than in the company of the king. Because he's careful that every action and everything which comes out of his mouth should be with perfection. How much more so the person has the das to know and to understand that he's in front of the king of all kings, who is everywhere. <coughs> who stands above him and sees everything which he does. <coughs> Can a person hide himself, conceal himself, and I shouldn't see him? So says Hashem. I fill all the worlds. If a person takes this to heart, so then the feelings of Yira and the feelings of Hachna will enter, and then he'll be embarrassed, so to speak, of a Kaddish Baruch. So what's interesting in this statement would also apply to the Shachanach. You would think that when you were beginning Shachanach, you were beginning Sefer Mesil Sashar. You wouldn't even know that it was a Halacha Sefer. you think that it was a Moser Sefer. And what's interesting is that it's brought down as the first halacha in Shachanach. It's not that, you know, there's a hakdama to the Shachanach and then there's a Shachanach. Halacha Aleph in Shachanach is the halacha the Ramah, which is Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samen. So we explain because the word halacha comes from the word halicha. And that's why here, even in the Lashon of the, the Ramah and of the Kitzvah Shachanach, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samen, Huklagol Abotar Manasat Tzadikim, Asha Hoichim Lifnei but the first thing a person needs to know is that halacha is melashan halicha. And every halicha is lefnei halokim. Which means that everything that we do is supposed to remind us of the tachlis, which is the yichud Hashem. And halacha is a way of a person always thinking to himself, what is it that Hashem wants of me right now? It's not like halacha is just a way of life. It's not a set of rules that the Kaddish Baruch wants us to adhere to. It fits into the picture of what the tachlis of a yid's existence in this world is all about. That you should be mindful of Hashem all the time. So the fact that a person and everything which he does on every minute level, whether it's tying his shoes or having to make life or death decisions about pulling the plug on a chayla, whatever it may be, from the highest to the lowest, everything is governed by halacha because Hashem is everywhere. He conducts every aspect of our lives and it's supposed to remind us of, of that idiom. So it's an completely appropriate that the Shachanach begins this way, and it's that it's the first halacha, because it's the shayrish of al-halacha. The shayrish of al-halacha is just shivisi Hashem l'nagdi samin. When a person understands that's the essence of halacha, it's not just that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is being machped al-halacha, we have all these tiny, insignificant things to have to keep to. A person is going with the Eibishter all the time. And it's through the mitzvahs and the halachas that a person keeps that he's able to have dvekas with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. 
that a person is niskadish with those mitzvahs, and every halach is a mitzvah. It's an aspect of the mitzvah. So I'm to begin the Shulchan Aruch with a halacha, which is purely musar, purely chasidus, is exactly the way that, now that means my haskama, but it's consistent with what halacha is all about. The Bab Shevi used to say that the way that the Shulchan Aruch brings on the halacha that a person that who who keeps the halacha and he's mindful of what halacha means, he, it comes with a certain hachna and an anav and a bushel if because malaych ala aritz kavaydai. So, Baba Shavi used to say that what Hasidus would say that is, it's not that you're in front of the rebbeinu shalom. Everything which you do, he said, everything which exists is the rebbeinu shalom. That's what they like the Hasidus shatayich malaych ala aritz kavaydai. That was one of the big revelations of the Vasham Tavakadosh is to understand in a deeper way what that means, and that's really the Tachla Sa'ilam. So the fact that, as you saw just now, So that Tachlis is wedged into the first Halacha. So let's continue. <coughs> a person lies down to sleep, he should know who it is that he's going to sleep in front of. Just like in Halach, in, in Hilchas Tefillah, Dalif Nimiyato Aymed, it's also a Dalif Nimiyato Yoshe. Which is interesting how these two things go together. And as soon as a Yid wakes up from his sleep, he should recall the kindness that Hashem has done for him. What's the grace of Hesed? That he gave him back his neshama. That he refreshed it. That it's, it's, it's new, it's fresh. In order to serve Hashem another day, that's what life is all about. Pasuk in Eicha, out of all places. There's a newness every morning. And your emuna is very great. Every morning a person is new again. In which case, you should give a very wholesome thank you to HaKadosh Baruch Hu each morning. While lying on his bed. And as the Sfarim say, as soon as, like, even before his eyes open, it should be on his lips already. And he points out in the brackets that even if a person didn't wash his hands, he could say so because there's no Hazkar Sashain, Hashem's name is not mentioned. And to pause a little bit between the word Bechemla and then Rabba Munasach should go together. So the first halacha, practical halacha, is to say Moda'ani. As soon as a person is emerging from sleep into waking up, so that moment in between, the Bina the person is already Muidan in Tanakha. The Swam said that a yid is from the Lash Yehudi because his essence is Haida. And you know how you find out a person's essence? That if you wake him up in the middle of his sleep and he, and he tells you, he used to say, Batsadikin, that, that they were so orangutan in their learning that if you would wake them up in their sleep and ask him a kasha, like on a Reb Chaim or the Briskarov, whatever it was, they, they would answer you like, it wouldn't be like they had to pause and just, you know, kind of get themselves, figure out where they were, who was talking to me. They, they were holding, that they were sleeping in it. The fact that yeah, you can expect of him that as soon as he's like crossing over from that state of sleep into that awakened state, that he's 
He's ready to roll. He's ready to say his murder is on his lips. That shows on the essence of what a yid really is. What's interesting is that the Shachan Arch Lashen is the Bechol of Avalashem is for Moida'ani is one of the things that become routine, you know, and so we probably, I don't even remember probably what I, you know, how I said Moida'ani this morning. But, you know, if a person says the Bechol of Avay, then he's not going to forget how he said Moida'ani. I mean, it, it should be such a feeling of a Tchiyas Amesim, but it's a mini Tchiyas Amesim every single morning that a Kodesh Baruch took my Neshama and he gave it back to me, and it's refreshed and he gives you another day. Why is that? Rabba Emuna Secha, because that's why I'm explaining. Emuna Secha means your Emuna. Not that our Emuna is great. Your Emuna in me is great. Which is a very powerful thought, because why is the Kaddish Baruch Hu giving me another day? Was I really that good yesterday? Was I really that good yesterday? And Hashem Yisrael says, I believe in you today. I believe in you today. In Reb Zusha, there's a lot of memoir from him when it comes to waking up in the morning. Get a special avoid of waking up in the morning. And every night before he would go to bed, he would he would say he would say um, and I think when he would wake up in the morning, he would say he said, "Baruch Hashem, today I'm going to make it a really good day." He used to talk to the third person. He said, "Zusha is going to make a really good day today." So he said, "I was Zusha. You said that yesterday. Okay, but today's another day. But you might, even the day before that, you said that. So how do you know today's going to be a good day? Afal pichin, today's going to be a good day." And he would say that every single morning. He would wake up with like a fire. He used to say, I have a safer, beautiful, specific called Torah Saramaz, which is like the Tyrus of Ipsush. You know, he didn't write any Swam and he hardly said Tyre. He hardly said Tyre. But there's a beautiful collection now of the things which he said. So he used to say, and we, as we see here, the first halach, one of the first halachas is how you go to sleep at night. The lashon of the Kitzvah was, When you're lying in bed, know who you're lying in front of. Right, so that's consistent with what we know, that the day begins in the night. So the first halacha is night dig. So Zushi used to say, He used to say, just how you set the bed, how you lay the bed, and make the bed, that's how you sleep. Nobody likes to go into a bed which is like, you know, the covers are falling off and the pillows are on the floor and you have to put it together again. Certain gishmak, like, you know, the bed is made when you get into it, you pull off the covers, make the pillows out of the way that they're supposed to be and you get in the bed, right? That's why you're supposed to go to sleep. It makes up much gishmak. Let's see. Like in a Friday night, one of the halachas going into Shabbos is the neighbors have to be set, the table has to be set, and the bed has to be made. There's a certain oinig in how, you, how, we, how a person goes to sleep. Of course, the penis is deeper kavanas in that whole onion. But how the bed is made is a. Even, even just the derech kashmi is a chashab zach. Some say Shabbos is a shetavis, shayna b'shabbos tainig, right? Sleep is supposed there's a certain tainig that sleep has on Shabbos. Without getting into that image. So he used to say, how you set the bed is how you sleep, and how you sleep is how you wake up. How you go to sleep is how you wake up. If a yid goes to sleep the way that a yid is supposed to go to sleep, which is that he says, Kriya and he makes a Cheshben Hayoim, and he starts to think to himself, you know, what he's going to do the next day, and how he's going to wake up in the morning. So you know that a person doesn't have an alarm when he goes to sleep, doesn't wake up on time. Unless you have a really good in- internal clock. Most people, if you don't set the clock, you don't set the alarm, then you're going to miss the wake-up time. So the same thing is true when it comes to, to penis. If you don't set the clock, I meaning if you don't think to yourself, how are you waking up in the morning, then you're going to wake up, metaphorically, on the wrong side of the bed. I used to say that every single morning is a bechina of, of Rosh Hashanah. You see that the year begins, the first day of the year, it's fire. 
but it's also din v'cheshbon. It, 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 it's more around the cheshbon cheshbon hanafesh, which has to take place. But it's not just the first day. It's kufa, Rosh Hashanah, Seres Mitzuba, Yom Kippur, the whole chodesh Tishrei. So there's a lot going on in the first moment. It's bechinas Rosh Hashanah. Mr. Shizda also saying, he said, Pshat and Pasuk, Reishis Arisa Yiseichem Chala Tarimu Tshuma Lashem. That the Yid has to give Tshuma to Hashem Yisbarach. But the Lashem and Pasuk is Reishis Arisa Yiseichem, the first of your Arisa, the dough. Arisa is also a Lashem bed, a cradle. He said, Taich, Reishis Arisa Yiseichem, the Reishis, the beginning of your bed, meaning how you go to sleep, or how you wake up in the morning. Titnu Lashem, you have to give it to the Ebishah. So the whole Indian and how you do accept in the morning, all the halachas that we're going to be talking about, which is how you go to sleep, saying Moda'ani, washing the hands, a lot of time is spent on being makdish, this Tashem Yisbarach, because if you're makdish the Reishis, then everything else follows. Let's continue. First, if anybody has any questions, so Aris, feel free. Yehuda bin Tema Oimer, Halacha Gimel, have you oz kanam evikal kaneshev ratzkitzi v'gibukar v'lasav zem v'chashiv hashemayim? That person has to be bold like a leopard, light like an eagle, swift like a deer, and a gibor like a lion to do the ratzan hashem. So he explains. And again, you wouldn't even know this was the kitzur shochanach. You think that this is our chasadikim. Oz kanamer perish shleiz bayish mipnei bein adam hamaligam alav avayis hashem yisbarach. To be bold means not to be embarrassed. I should not to be embarrassed what other people think. I remember the first time that I went to Rebel Yashiv. So I had Mama Shabbos tittering. I couldn't even talk because it was a pachanaira to be in his presence. Anybody is supposed to be by him. So I was with the Chaver and he, I came in with the question. What was my question? I was going to ask Rebel Yashiv. I was 17 years old. That was my first few months in Yeshiva. I didn't know anything, I still don't know anything, but the, like, I remember once like in the KBY bus they were handling, you know, like, how do we get tzitzis? Do we get out or do we get tzitzis in? So I figured, you know, it's the only thing that was on my mind. I wasn't really prepared to ask the girl the right question. So I asked him, how do you get tzitzis? Right? So I get in front of him, even in the hallway I'm like, I'm shaking. I get in front of him, and I'm standing in front of him, and you know, he always, he always had his hand, all the pictures, his hand is like, his head is on his forehead, and he's like, Tilted to the side, and he's looking at you like, okay. <laughs> so he has like this deep stare at me, and I'm looking at him, and I froze. I, I couldn't get anything out of my mouth. I was just standing there, and he's looking at me like. So my friend, you know, gives me a nudge, you know. So I, I couldn't say anything. So I had already discussed with him beforehand, like what I was going to ask him. So he asked me the question. He says, "How is he supposed to wear this?" So, so this chaver of mine, so he had his tzitzis out, and that's of course now how I wear it that way that he told me to, which is. Like the two tzitzis on the left and two tzitzis on the right, like together, like hanging out with the with the knots in. So he just pointed to him and he went like that. So, uh, so then I, so then it, something came out of my mouth afterwards. I said, and what, and what about the, the game who are going to make fun of you? So I said, to, you know, growing up in LA, in the valley, there were times, you know, crossing the street, people would say things. It was just like on my mind, what are the game going to say? Now you tell they don't have those, they don't have those issues. So he says to me, well, what do you care about the guy I'm thinking? What do you think of care about the guy I'm thinking? So person has, you know, a certain busha that he may feel from, from guy or for other yidin who don't understand, whatever it is, they have different anhaga. So what, what, what do you care? You have to serve the Ebishtah, where you're supposed to serve. That's Az Kanameh. Kal Kanesher, Kenegir Ru'u Sa'ayin. <laughs> this is fascinating, Taich. 
He says, what does it mean to be light like an eagle? He says, quick to close your eyes. <laughs> Meaning, not quick to like, to like, you know, run to go out to, to put on your tillin or something like that, right? He says, quick to close your eyes when you see something you're not supposed to see. You have to be very quick. Otherwise, if a person holds on to the Torah, I'm explaining that when a person sees something he's not supposed to see, the fact that he saw it for the first moment, he's not held accountable for that. But if he holds on to it and he's mistaken with other, and you have the chance to pull away and you don't, so then... Of course, so they can hold themselves to a higher level, that they hold themselves accountable for even seeing the thing that they're not supposed to see, because why should it be the Hashkacha had that I should see it? Let's say for regular people. If you see something you're not supposed to see, so you're <coughs> But if you hold on to it, so it's Chilasa So you have to be quick to close your eyes to see something which comes your way, that you're not supposed to see. Fascinating page on that. That's how it begins. You see, your heart wants it, and then it goes into action. Rats could speak, can I get her a glime? Have the feet run, can I get her a glime? Shreglacha latoiv yarutsu. I think the reason why he says kalkanesha is not how you go to it because that would be rats could speak. So he has to touch kalkanesha to do with a naim. Gibra kari, can I get her lave? Then a person has to be a gibra in his heart. We know the melech is the. The melech of Adachayas is the Ari, and the Lev is the melech of Kol So the Ari and the Lev go together. Gvura Shabalev. Ki Gvura Babay the Savoyis Baruch Kibalev. The person has to have Gvura in his heart. V'Amar Shetachazik Libcha Babay Dostcha V'Siskaber Al Hayetzer Lanatzla. To have Gvura in the heart in Hashem's Avoda, and it means to be Mizgaber on what? On the Yitzhahara, and to defeat the Yitzhahara. The Gibor who is able to cast his enemy to the ground, similar to what Yaakov did to Esav, what, what Hevel did to Cain until Cain tricked Hevel, but we know Hevel had the upper hand, Chazal say. The person has to be a Gibor belief, and that really leads into this last halacha, which we'll do quickly. This is the first halacha from the Machaber in the Shachanach. Yid has to wake up like a lion. That's called the Gvur Shavalev. Gibor Kari. I'll just point out that this last Mishnah, Yehuda ben Teimo which is from Pikei Avos, is actually in some Sidurim. You know, but the Ashkenazim, we say at the end of Rabbi Shmolam, Rabbi Shlosh, we say, But I think in the Sfar, the Shetzidurim, what do you have in there? Do you have a Nusach Sfar? Oh, no. I think in some of the Sivan of all of them that, that they, they finish Rabbi Shemuel with, with this Yehudah ben Tein Mo'emer Have your Oz Kanameh So this Mishnah is really part of the Seder HaTfilah every single day the Seder Mishnah So the first Halach in Shulchan Aruch at least in the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch finds its way into the Seder as well So again Tzaruch Adon Lezgaber Kari when he wakes up and he says, He should wake up with his Rizos. Before the Yitzhahara can get a, the better of him to come with Tainus and to say to him, Of course, the Satan, the Yitzhahara, is very clever. And to say to him in the winter, so cold outside. And in the summer, he says, you having such a good shluf. Why would you get up now? Why would you want to start a day like this? There's so much pressure. The Yitzhahara is very, is very tricky when it comes to keeping us in bed and not waking up on time. Any person that he has a fear of Hashem in his heart. He has to overcome these tiniest of the Yitzhahara. 
Even though when a person wakes up, he, he feels very heavy. Of course he feels heavy. He should make his priority to do the Ratzon Hashem. And he should think that if, a, if he would have a, a really amazing business opportunity right now, somebody's on the phone and he wants to purchase a million dollars of merchandise, or if he heard that there was a fire uh, by his shop down the block, he would get up and run. Because he has an Ahava, and the Ahava for that Dover is what throws him out of bed. Let's say he had, he had a court case. He's not going to listen to the Tainas of the Yitzhahara. You know, we have to wake up for the court case. Yitzhahara is not against you on that. He's very supportive of, of the time you have to waste to go to the court. Yeah, So you don't find the same the same adversity, you know, ad- ad- adversary when you have to wake up for something trivial. But again, this goes back to how you go to sleep is how you wake up. Because as soon as you wake up in the morning, you're ready, you're ready at a disadvantage because you've been away from your neshama for so long. Your body feels heavy and you're enjoying the sleep. So, so everything is against you at that moment. So, what a chacham has to make hachonis before he goes to sleep. So that when he wakes up, he's going to do it no matter what, because because all all odds are against him at that point. Which is why look how much look how much dioy look how much ink the the, the Mishkitzah is spending on talking about this. There's a lot. This is this is one of the this is an exhausting halacha. We're a little exhausted after talking about this so much. But look how much time he's spending on before you go into other halachas. How much work it's going to take to get up in the morning because it, it, this is the beginning of the day. How he wakes up in the day is going to determine how things are going to follow. So then he gives us some hope and he says, if a person accustoms himself to this four or five times, it takes four or five times waking up on time. Then you've defeated the Yitzhak. Four or five times. i just end with one, one cute part. You know, so you can explain. Every single morning the Yitzhak wants to kill you. Because if you stay in bed, if he keeps you in the bed, then he's killed you. Also, you know that sleeping is like echas mishishim yemisa. It's one sixtieth of death. So if he keeps you in bed, then he's like he, he has you. He has you pinned down. So that's what it's for. So I can explain. If you want to overcome the Yitzhahara, he's trying to kill you. Hashkim l'hargah. Hashkim means if you wake up early. A Yidu is accustoming himself to waking up early. He's very matzliach. It's, it's the recipe for hatzlach and avodah Hashem. Starting off the day early. I wanted to say a word that that when Yosef was sold by his brothers because of the dreams so the Torah says that he was sold in Shechem why Davka in Shechem? what's the Sinian in Shechem? and there's lots of Joshua that they can say about this Shechem Shechem is what you say with Shem Kavad Machusai very famous but what's the Indian in Shechem? Machamuchim Lepra'anas so I was thinking like this that that when Yosef was told by Yaakov Avinu to go to the brothers and to tell them that uh, to make shalom, leich, re'eish, shalom So we find that he went right away. He was a big czarist and he went to go tell the brothers. And they chapped him. And that's when they sold him. What should have Yosef done? I think what Yosef should have done is that he should have waited till the next morning. <coughs> he should have woken up early. And that's how he should have done it. Like you find by Moshe and Karach, right? When there was the debate between Moshe and Karach, Moshe didn't say, okay, 
You want a duel? Take you on right now. So Moshe said, Moshe, let's sleep on it. Wake up early in the morning, and then that's when we're going to do things. So you see that when a person has to do something important, he has a big shlichus. It doesn't mean that it has to be done right away. Because when you do it right away, you don't do it with the proper yishabadas. A person has to give it a night, time to think it through, and then wake up in the morning, wake up early, and then do it. What's the precedent of that? This last week's Pasha. Right? Right? and giving you the biggest thing of all time, the Akedah. Avon didn't run to go do it. So I says he went to sleep. From there we learn the Jesus of Avram. That Vayashkem Avram Abaykeh. If he was a Zaris, he should have ran to do it the first, from the moment that he was told to do it. No. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Something to, to expand upon also. But the Jesus of Avram is that, that he went to sleep, he thought about it, and then he woke up early to do it. That's called Vayashkem. But Yosef didn't do that. Yosef ran straight into the battlefield, and he was defeated. That's why it's called Shechem. He was sold in Shechem because there was no Vayashke. And the brothers saw this of Yosef and they saw that he wasn't Pachal the Derech of Avram Avinu from the fact that he did that. He said, this is not the Messiah of Zrizus, of Avram Avinu. That's what the Siddiquim says. Zrizus doesn't mean to be like a chicken without a head. You run into the... Yishevadas, but you do things with alacrity. You do things completely. You do things in a way where it's thought through and it's finished to the end. What did they see by Yosef Atzadik that he was lacking this Midah? Because in his dream, what did he say? <coughs> that the Shemesh is bound down to me. I mean, the Shemesh meaning that he was higher than the Shemesh. And Avram knew he was that he's lower than the Shemesh, meaning that Avram subjugated himself to the Shemesh, not that he bowed down to the Shemesh. Of course, he was one who dispelled the myth that, that the Shemesh is God. And he went against it, but he took the Shemesh for what it's used for. What? That it, that it determines... The, the time and how Yid conducts himself, how he wakes up in the morning. So Avram was Vayashkim Avram Abaychis. He didn't completely neglect the Shemesh. He knew exactly what to use the Shemesh for. Vayashkim Avram Abaychis. But Yosef, he did completely away with the Shemesh. If the Shemesh is bound down to you. So since he did away with the avoid of Vayashkim, they saw he wasn't a real serious avoid of Hashem. It wasn't the derech of Avram Avinu. So Mamele, he was sold in Shrem because he was poigim with the inner Vayashkim. There was no Vayashkim by Yosef Atzadik. But you see that this is the Nafkamina, at least with Derech Josh, with Derech Yamin. So how we begin? That's how we complete. Shkoyach, so.